You are now listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Welcome to the Super Boob Tube Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Danty Serechia. And I am Tyler Hoskin. And we are the dudes. Hi, how are dude. you doing? Yes, how are you doing, Tyler? Oh, it's almost Friday. Yes, it is. Thank God. <laughs> that's, that's how I'm doing. Yeah, uh, well, um, maybe we'll make it better here by doing a pretty good show here. So, we have quite a lot here to cover here in the, the short time that we have, um, but we are definitely going to talk about the Moon Knight trailer. We're going to talk about uh, the last two episodes of Boba Fett and also the first three episodes of Pre... pre- wow, Preacher. Peacemaker. Oh, Preacher. Oh, preacher. So I haven't ago. heard that show in a long time. <laughs> yeah. I have uh, uh, Seth Rogen on the brain. He did Hot Ones today. So, <laughs> nice. Uh, that that was fun. Um, and, and but but before that, we're gonna talk. I'm gonna talk about a little bit of news here, and a little bit. I mean, kind of a, a lot. And we'll kind of burn through it here. So, uh, first, uh, before we get into Moon Knight and the tragedy that surrounded uh, that recently, we have uh, Picard season two coming, dude. Like very soon, March third. Yeah. So. Good. Um. Yeah, apparently uh, we weren't sure if this was going to get pushed because of COVID and all the things that kind of was happening on set. But apparently season two has been done for a while and that was happening on their uh, filming of season three. Nice. So, um, yeah, so so that that's I mean, it's obviously not cool that you know COVID's affecting everything. It still is, um, and it's variants, whatever. But uh, it, it's good we're getting, um, you know, a little bit later than we, we thought. You know, we thought we were going to get probably like a week or so later than what they said. But Picard season two is coming. Um, we got what renewals of, uh, I, I guess, uh, what's it called? Brave New World. Is is that what it's called? The the other Star Trek show, oh. or just New Worlds? Uh, the new one, I don't remember, fuck. I think it's called Just New Worlds. Um, I guess that was, uh, you know, a two-season order, so we're getting two seasons of that, and that hasn't even started. Um, we got renewals of, Strange uh, New Worlds. Strange New Worlds, there we go, we were so close. Um, then we also got, uh, I guess another season coming of Discovery, as well as Lower Decks. Everything is just, uh, like, being renewed so much star trek really cool to be a star trek fan if you like all the new stuff which um i like most of it uh, this season of discovery is is not not so hot um it, it seems like uh, most of this stuff could have been done in a couple episodes but it's it, it's come down to uh a lot of politics throughout the whole season um and it's kind of bogging down the season in my opinion are, are you caught up on uh before we get into more news are you caught up on the uh, Star Trek Discovery? I uh, knew. Okay. So I think I'm one episode or two behind. Um, 
Yeah, I speak, wanna, my my I young Padawan. I want to say I'm like I'm way I'm very behind. Yeah, episode two. I haven't even. I've only seen the first episode of this season. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so I think I'm on like episode seven or whatever. There, I think there, a week behind. Yeah, there are seven episodes currently. Yeah, so I think I've watched six. Um, and unless I'm caught up and then they went on hiatus, I can't remember. Anyway, well, they did go on hiatus for sure. It's come, yeah. That's probably what it is, but. I, it's good, but it could be so much better. I I think the future stuff is uh, uh, may have uh, not been the best idea <laughs> so far. We'll we'll see how the season ends, but it uh, it's not looking too bright in the future. There, I mean, it, it's interesting. Anyway, um, oh, we're also going to talk about later on. Uh, we're going to talk about the premiere of Naomi and Superman, and we'll we'll kind of we'll, we'll go through those uh, as well. Um, some Marvel news here. Apparently, the uh, God, it just made me think of that uh, <laughs> that that meme. Apparently, kid. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, apparently, there's uh, uh, Daredevil and Punisher writers are working on the Echo show. And that that it leads, you know, many fans and and people who are in that world to kind of believe that we may be, you know, just because they're writers doesn't mean we're running. But they're picked for a reason. (laughs) So um, it it, it seems kind of most likely, like at least over 50 percent, we're going to see Daredevil, uh, you know, appear in the Echo show. But that's the latest news on, on all that. Um, and it seems more likely it's going to be an Echo show. I, I don't see why they would, you know, Disney's not going to say we're making an Echo show, and you know it's going to have a uh, you know Native American female lead, and she's deaf and an amputee, and psych, it's a Daredevil show. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it doesn't seem like something Disney would do. <laughs> Pull that rug um, right out from under you. <laughs> yeah, you. right, right. <laughs> Um, apparently there's a justified revival coming, uh, with, uh, Timothy Oliphant reprising the role of Raylan Givens, uh, you know, the U S Marshal there in, uh, I think it's Florida and it's called city primeval. And I guess it's, um, you know, uh, these were books that were turned into a series, uh, you know, about a decade or so ago and it ran for seven seasons and it was, oh, it was such a good series, um. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. I know you haven't watched it uh, at all, there, Tyler. But uh, no. I think you'd like it. It's a. It's a very, very good show. It was kind of in FX's heyday after the Shield, and um, you know, and before Sons of Anarchy, you know, everything was kind of going hard, you know, with TV, right. and it. Uh, it, it was kind of those one of those milestone shows like Mad Men was, and on AMC and stuff like that. That kind of elevated tv that we kind of know today it's a reason why we have like a star trek discovery it's right. you know and things like that um now there is uh some cancellation uh n- news uh and it's basically confirmation of the cancellation which is why the last man is not coming back um it's it was shopped around and it's not going to be, uh, no one wants to pick it up. Apparently the, uh, showrunner, uh, uh, Eliza Clark said on Twitter says, for those of you who have been asking me, we tried really hard to get another platform to pick up season two of why the last man, but sadly it doesn't look like it's going to happen. 
This is always incredibly difficult to move a show, and in recent years, it's only gotten harder, I'm sure, especially with COVID. Uh, she went on to talk about plans for season two, saying it's always been pretty good. Uh, I've always been pretty good at managing my expectations in a fickle business, but uh, I will say that this one hits me pretty hard. We have a lot more stories to tell and a kick-ass pitch for season two that included new twists and some of the best stories from the books. Uh, Astronauts, anyone? Question mark. Which was a uh, a reveal in the comic uh, that I think you should read. I'm not going to spoil. It's pretty cool. Um, uh, you did you didn't read the book, did you? Why the Last Man? Yeah. Um, you know what? I might have. I might have. I'm not. I, I'd have to remember. <laughs> okay, well, I'll tell you after the show. I, you know, if people are listening and whatever, and you know, we probably got you know the two listeners listening. I probably never read it. So, <laughs> uh, so, and we love you. <laughs> um, so we're gonna move on here. Uh, so there's this new show that's coming out on Netflix with Will Arnett. And it's called Murderville. Have you heard of this? You know what? I have heard of this. I don't. I've heard of the show. I don't. Did know I tell what you about it? Really about? I think you probably did tell me about it. That okay. So this was a couple weeks sense. ago. Um, it's called Murderville, and it's a complete improv show, and it is like episodic, with new like comedic improv. Uh, you know, comedians, improv comedians that are going to be on the show. Mm. And each episode, they are tasked with helping Will Arnett, who's like uh, uh, this, like playing a character of like a detective trying to figure out a murder mystery. I think it's an anthology show. I don't know if it would continue. It doesn't really make sense if it would continue each episode with a different character. But they're going to try to solve a mystery with Will Arnett as playing a character who's the lead sort of detective. Uh, very like Pete Panthery or you know uh, uh, Death in the Nile, uh, sort of thing like that. And they're improving through the show with Will Arnett trying to solve this mystery. Interesting. It sounds ridiculous and so much fun. Um, and yeah, I, I just think I think I think it's pretty cool. Um. On another note, so uh, after that here, we have... You remember the Batman Cape Crusader uh, cartoon that's coming? I guess uh, on HBO Max. It's like a... Uh, not a sequel to the animated series, but it's like the animated series is coming back to life in a different direction and very like a little bit darker. Right. Yes, I do remember. Um, uh, apparently, you know, because J.J. Abrams, Bruce Tim, and uh, Matt Reeves. Um, apparently, Ed Brubaker, the you know creator of... Uh, uh, Winter Soldier, you know, from Marvel and stuff like that, and other, you know, indie uh, writings that he's done and created. Apparently, he's uh, a lead writer on the show as well, which is really exciting. Uh, it, it, I can't wait for this cartoon. Like, I'm not the biggest animated sort of uh, series guy. It used to be a long time ago, and um, I, it's it's hard for me to get into new animation. You know, movies. Not so much, you know. I'll see them when I, if I want to see them. Um, but series, it takes a lot for me to kind of get into a series. Like I'm not as excited for the animated uh, uh, the boys series that they're doing, just because it's animated. But what I just heard about it is that each episode is an anthology. 
that makes me more interested. Trying to follow a whole series animated, you know, other than Invincible and a few other things, Arcane is a different story, but it, you know, I'm about like 35, 40% in on new animated series stuff. And, uh, but this is like up there. Like, I can't wait to watch this new Batman cartoon. It, it's, do you have any, uh, uh, any I, words? I'm on... excited. I'm just, I'm excited. I, yeah, I don't care what medium the TV is in. Um, sure. I just, I need to enjoy the concept and obviously the story, but it's Batman. I'm excited. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. Uh, okay. So there's a King of the Hill revival coming. And you know what? Now, this is I, another show I never I never watched it. Now, this is interesting. So when, when I was in the military, um, you know, a lot of time to kind of spare and, you know, and try not to think about things and have things to watch and do in your time off. You really didn't have much to do in your time off when you're on a boat in the middle of the ocean. So I watch a lot of movies <laughs> and TV and stuff. And I got a lot of people to, you know, uh, I would, you know, gather <laughs> other people who had media and would watch these things or buy them myself and, and watch them later or have them downloaded. And I burned through this show. Now I, I, I could not find like, I don't know when they stopped making DVDs of the seasons, but I can't remember, uh, you know, finding any DVDs like after season six. And this really? was, I mean, yeah, I don't know why there wasn't like, seasons on dvd after season six so i added a, i had to download them you know uh after that but i tell you man this show is so it was so good i mean mike judge you know uh we you know he helped he did freaking Beavis butthead and you know there's so many other uh, other things oh, and yeah, you're right so you know what i mean season like, six so, was released pretty much um after it aired uh in 2006 on dvd but then you've got season seven and eight weren't released on dvd until 2014 that's what i'm saying like way after i was yeah. out, out of nine, the military nine ten eleven twelve and thirteen were all released in 2015 isn't that crazy so i, I didn't i mean i watched them all later online because that was you know i was able to download them illegally or whatever but you know, when you can't find it, you're going to find it somewhere. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so, and I, I absolutely love this show for a half hour show. It is, it is one of the best, like, uh, it's one of the, it, it feels like a sitcom that's animated. Like it doesn't feel like a cartoon until they do like a weird cartoony thing in it. It really feels like this could have been a live action show. And it's just one of those shows. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's definitely one to catch up on, and it's definitely a popular thing. I'm so glad it's coming back. I'm very excited to see uh, you know what they can do with uh, with the revival of the show because it was it, it was just a fun little story, like all the different you know all the different characters and you know uh, uh, propane and Bobby and the you know it, it sucks because Brittany Murphy can't reprise that role of his sister. And, uh, you know, she's long dead now, unfortunately, but I mean, 
there's there's there was so many cool uh things about this show that were just so much so much fun uh now next we have uh oh well we got a, a you didn't watch the show raised by wolves did you no okay so this is like a ridley scott produced sort of created tv show for hbo mm-hmm. about like these androids trying to seed another planet with human life because earth was uh killed by machines love the concept and i should watch it's super it's super good you love it it's very very weird because it's like we're on the planet and there are these two androids trying to you know uh save you know humanity on a different planet and on top of it, they're like repurposed machines that were the ones that killed humanity. Oh. So it's like, yeah, it's like, we don't trust you. <laughs> but, you know, you're also do- it's, it's very, very interesting. And it, it's 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 a wild show. Like, I loved it. I could not. It was one of my favorite things uh, that HBO had put out last year. And I'm, I'm really excited to see where season two goes. And the guy who was in, uh, you remember the show Vikings? I do. Uh, he, the lead guy who was like the Viking on that show is is in the, the show. The Viking, yeah, you know, <laughs> and uh, he yeah he's he is like the lead male sort of character. There's like a group of of uh, it's very weird. Um, there's like another group. There, there's a it's a but like a religious stuff going on, and you know like the whole Christian sort of religious. Uh, people uh, are against all these robots that did what they did and it's a whole like a lot of political nightmare shit going on and religious stuff but it you know there's also like this very interesting story about like motherhood and uh, partnership between these two robots and then uh, you know trying to protect these 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 children you know, in the midst of all this, this chaos and them trying to learn the land of this new world. It's very interesting. I, I suggest checking it out. It's, it's, it's very, very good. Nice. And, and with that, I think that's, uh, that's what we got for, for news here. I mean, other than, you know, we have like the Disney plus holiday special coming. They've added a couple of cast members, not no really a big thing is kind of, uh, kind of come of all that. Uh, but you know, it's werewolf by night is doing that holiday Halloween special, uh, and they've added some cast members and, uh, that's pretty much it. We got, uh, uh, what the boys, uh, these are some trailers. We'll, we'll talk about these trailers. I think another time there's the boys killing Eve and snowfall season five. All these shows are coming back and I think we'll, we'll save those for a little bit later as they get closer, but let's talk about Superman real quick. Yeah. Uh, what did you think about the premiere of Superman and Lois? Now I know what well, was it last night or Tuesday night? Uh, Naomi and Superman uh, episode twos came out. I, I haven't watched those yet. Yeah, it was Tuesday. Yeah. Okay, Tuesday. Shoot, geez. Okay. Yeah. Um, what, what did you think of the premiere of Superman? Oh, I liked it. It was uh, it was good. It's uh, it's a very interesting way of starting off the season for sure um i felt there was uh i want to say 
too much of the um the the kid drama um you know what i mean yeah i mean her her, uh, her kid from another world i like natalie i felt like that was oh i will say this i will say this it it was a lot but i i I do i appreciate that they're trying to integrate her into the series oh absolutely i just don't think that it needed to be so dramatic like it very much was but i mean that's the cw i I know (laughs) it was it was a little over the top bearing the fact that like seriously you came from another fucking world stop getting so dramatic about it like like you, un- you. I mean, under- yeah, she's a teenager. I know, but like you understand the fact that you've come from another fucking universe, but you can't get over the fact that some one of your friends doesn't know who you are because you don't exist here. At that part, I'll totally agree with. Like, I understand the seeing your mother and it's not her. I totally yeah. get that. I, I, and yeah. then, but but having a you know a fit that you they, that whole scene about her talking to John. Her dad, just, like, sorry. my friends didn't notice me. No fucking shit, dude. You're not from here. <laughs> like, I understand it's not. Yeah, right, right. That was unnecessary. Like, we know. Yeah. We don't need a reminder that she is upset that her friends, you know, don't recognize yeah, her. I get being upset, and it's weird, And but yet we get it. Come on. That's, okay. That, yeah. That was like my only gripe with the episode. Um. Now, what did you think? Well, what did you think about that ending? Like, they're totally setting up Dark Side on this show. I love it. I love that. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm very interested. I, I. I'm. I'm curious. I. I. You know. I. I'm posed. I pose a question. Like, is it too soon? after like the justice league stuff is is it necessary that they had to go that deep into the mythology right now or is it they just don't care uh yeah i don't i just i think they don't give a shit really and i I like it to be honest i would much rather them do this and continue on because and do it well i guess is a way to you know, yeah, I, I, I'm very, very curious to see how like comic accurate certain things are, as well as the twists on the character. Uh, apparently, the showrunner was talking about how like we're we like that whole like punch through the ground is you know it's the homage to the issue cover where Doomsday pops through. He's got the suit on before it's all ripped off, and he's all gray and bony, and. I, I love that. Like, I'm I'm so here for it. I I really hope they can do it justice. I mean, we got to see a amazing Doomsday, like prequel Doomsday, in the prequel show Krypton. Right? Remember that? Oh, I do remember that show. It was so good. It was, and so expensive. And sci-fi is just so dumb with <laughs> making their shows and letting other people decide. You know, the money situations instead of. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, uh, you know, I, I really hope we can get that level of that character, but like the proper comic origin, uh, eh, origin, who cares? You know, they can finagle and 
fuck with all that shit as, as much as they want. He's underground. He's Kryptonian. He was a weapon sent to Earth, and he's been there for a while, and now he's escaped. And I think it's freaking cool. We got the earthquakes around. Superman saving people around the world. He's struggling with the military because he's a you know a Earth world hero rather than an American hero, and I love that concept in this show right now. Like I, I love that they're bringing that up. And he's like, "Look, man." He's like, "I don't work for you. I don't work for the USA. I help people." You know what I mean? Yeah. And I wish he would just like say that. Like I, I know it's implied, but sometimes I wish the writing would just be like specifically direct instead of you know beating around the bush with shit. Yeah. And I, 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 I feel like it was pretty straightforward. It's clear, but it's yeah. still it's still the writing around it. You know, I wish he would. I wish Superman would just be like, tell this guy, like, look, I we've talked about this. You know. Like, I don't work for the United States. Like, I don't care how you feel about it, but I'm going to save people that need saving. Now, I, you know, I'm not going to take sides. He's like, that's not what I am. I am a world power. Like, and he should recognize that. And it should put fear in people as well as, you know, give people hope. And if he, if anyone needs to, you know, have fear put in them, it's this guy that works, you know, alongside Superman for the United States. And, and 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 I don't know. He should. I I think he should treat everybody the same. And I think he is. But he should really tell this guy, especially when he's kind of giving Superman lip about this shit. <laughs> and you know, it's just it's it's crazy. I mean, like he doesn't have to scare the dude, but he should just be straight with them, you know. And I, and I think kind of talking words around the whole topic is uh, it's kind of uh, I don't know. It doesn't. It, it doesn't work for me when they're just beating around the bush and shit. It, he needs to just come out and they need to say it straight, you know? And, and I know they're trying to, you know, be, you know, I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do, but I think he just needs to kind of say what he needs to say. Um, other than that, I really like the episode. I love where they're going with it. Apparently it's like, it's like this three or four episode arc. Um, and we'll see, I guess we're going to see Doomsday probably in episode three completely. So I'm, I'm super cool. I, I can't wait to see what they, what the design they have for him is. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much a Superman premiere, Superman and Lois. I mean, I, I like the Lois stuff too. Like all the, what did you think about Lois and the daughter stuff? And, um, I mean, it's, it's good, right? Yeah, it was, it, I like. I liked how it was done, at least with Lois, because she was obviously very conflicted. Uh, yeah. And she was putting that off on everyone else, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, re- that- I really like the the actor who plays Lois. She is... I know, she's such a good... Yeah, uh, Bitsy uh, uh, Tulloch, she's, she's such a good casting. I mean... She she really has like the hardness of the character. She she can play the emotional side very well. I I loved how I love how uh, seeing her as an actress change so dramatically from what how she played her the character on uh, the show Grimm because it seemed like she was such a new actress on Grimm and she really grew on that show because she wasn't that great and then she was like really good toward the end. And in this show, she's like leagues above, yeah, leagues above that 
that acting abilities. Like she's so good. Like she really brings the drama. She really brings like the heart of that character and like the, like the toughness of Lois and then the mother on top of it. It's very good. They're doing this show very, very well. And like you said, the stuff with uh, John's daughter, a little bit, a little bit too far uh, with with some of that, but everything else is fantastic. For sure. Um, For sure. Now, what did you think? uh, And, we don't need to talk too long about this, this episode and maybe we should kind of skip it. But what did you think about Naomi? Uh, it was weird. Yeah. It, like I, I'm slightly interested to see where it, it, this is going. I'm going to give it a few more episodes, but it was, it was a very odd episode. Um, the whole, like, the whole, but the whole like our, Superman is yeah, a comic. That, he's in a different universe. I'm very confused. I, I was, I wasn't confused. I was just like, I guess they're going there. You know, the, she's like in the quote unquote real world where there are comics and Superman's a big deal. But then here's a Superman speeding through right. the sky, and, and somehow think, she has powers now. I think that's where I got confused. Is because she's got she runs a Superman fan website, and yeah, it it's almost like. He's a comic book character as well as potentially a real life character. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like he, as far as we know, before the sighting, he was a comic book character, a, you know, possibly television movies and things. He's Superman. Like we see it now in our real existence. And then all of a sudden, Boom, there he is in the sky shooting across and she faints in the street and she wakes up, misses the whole sighting and all this stuff. And she has these abilities now that these these other guys that she suspects were involved with the Superman sighting have to do with her. And then this one tattoo guy is like, you're not asking the right questions. He says this a couple times. He reveals these metal wings. Who the hell is this guy? I have no idea. And what does he have to do with, you know, the Superman stuff? And also, who is Naomi and how does she have these abilities? Were these abilities, which, you know, it's so weird. Like, I don't know what to think. I don't care about the Superman stuff necessarily. Like, none of that matters to me. I just don't know if I care about them stringing along who Naomi is in in the pilot. You know what I mean? Like, tell us who the character is in the pilot. So I give a shit about keeping up with the show. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yo, for sure. But but I like I like the mystery, though. I I do enjoy that. And I think that's what's keeping me like wanting to watch the second one. But at the same time, it's like, okay, I'm curious about the Superman stuff. It seems like they're using Superman to keep people interested in the show. Yeah. I don't, I yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it, well, that's it, right. I mean, like, like they're using the whole Superman being a comic and not being real, and then him suddenly being real and being there, at, yeah. to to string people and fans along, so they're interested in Naomi once they reveal what the hell she is. Because I don't, I don't think that if Superman was not in this show, whether he was a comic book, real life, or you know, in the universe as a character, like in Supergirl or whatever, would anybody give a shit about Naomi? 
Right. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, it's a valid question. I'm not. I'm right. I'm on the Wikipedia page, and I'm obviously searching for things. And apparently, the guy with the wings, D, is of the same race as Hawkman. Wait, wait, wait. The the guy. He he he's a oh shit. What are they called? The Thanagarian. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's what it's what it says right here on the. A local oh my god! See now, I wish you wouldn't have told me that. Sorry. I mean, not that it really no, <laughs> not that it really matters because I don't I don't know if I dig the idea of him having metal wings. So it is Naomi. Are they doing like oh, what is Naomi then? I mean, I guess don't tell me. I'll want to find. I, I don't know. It doesn't doesn't say who Naomi is at this point. But I would assume she's got to be similar, right? Uh, or the opposite. I mean, in the comics, there's always been a big thing about uh, uh, these these characters, these aliens that aren't earthly. They're. Uh, the Thanagarians, who are like the hawk people, the bird right. affiliated sort of characters, and Ran, who are like these the Ranians, and I'm curious if they're using Naomi and all this stuff with these other characters and the guy with the wings to do like a Ran Thanagar sort of war thing. Like, is she opposed to this guy with the wings? Yeah, you know, is, is you know, are they doing this like alien war with this show and this character? I don't know. I have no idea. It's just a guess, just a whole thing. But um, I'm I, anyway. Uh, I'm curious to see what happens. I guess you know, I <laughs> I will watch episode two. I just uh, I'll I don't know. We'll we'll kind of go as as it goes. Uh, so the next thing here is before we get into Peacemaker and um, and the old Boba Fett. Boba. Uh, let's talk about since we didn't get to it yet. Um, let's talk about the finale of the old Dexter boy. <laughs> oh man! Oh man, the Dexter. Uh yeah, that was uh that was a crazy episode. I uh, I you know what? I I loved it. Uh it was, you know it was I the uh the the ending we needed before. The whole series <laughs> was what felt like just a one big movie to me. It, yeah. You know, it it, it was it, it could have been what was it, ten episodes? Yes. Uh, it, it, it really could have been condensed into like an HBO or Showtime Showtime film. Sure, but I really like that they like drew it out enough to give you know his son, uh, you know characterization, his uh, you know girlfriend, the chief, uh, you know characterization, and you know the villain and other you know sort of things that were going on. I really enjoyed this like a lot. Now Whitney. Dude, she was sobbing at the end of this. Like, yeah. Dexter is her shit. Like, this is like the show she's probably watched like the series five times. Like, this, she was so upset with 
Dexter's death and the way like she and okay, so I'll I'll, I'll play devil's advocate and and kind of be her side here. She's like she says that it didn't seem like Dexter's character to be so sloppy and to and to do the things that he did to get to the point where he was shot by his son. And, and and I understand that totally. I, I I get what she's saying and how she feels, but I'm also saying like, look, it's like a decade later. Exactly. You know, he's been off for 10 years. He hasn't killed. Yeah, he's exactly trying to hide and not. And I think she's just upset because he's dead. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I, I totally understand that. But I mean, this is, it's, it was the perfect send off. Uh, Absolutely. He, I wasn't expecting it, no, but I was like waiting for it. The the only person that he could ever be himself with would be Harrison. Like this yeah. is this is it. Like he can't. And I I love how Harrison is. You know, okay. So Harrison loves his dad as mad as he am, oh, is yeah. at his dad. He loves his dad. Yeah. Now I don't think that Harrison will like if they uh, like. I don't think. I'm gonna say right now, I don't want any more Dexter. No, there won't be like, any more Dexter. If if this show continues in the, it, it'll be well, a spin-off yeah, well, I show don't, and it'll well, be with Harrison. It I, well, I don't want that either. I don't think we need that. I don't think like, we need I, that I either. But I yeah. think if if we ever see anything in this world universe again, it that yeah, that's well, what it will be. Well, absolutely, and that's kind of what I meant. I don't need a spinoff. I, I and I don't think that this series deserves a spin-off. Like I mean, sure it deserves all the praise. Fantastic. Like the, you know, this was a fantastic ending of the show, ending of the series, ending of the character of Dexter. It was great and he'll live on forever in our hearts as a great, you know, anti-hero sort of character. But I don't think that Harrison is a Dexter type character. Like I don't I don't think I, I think what he said in the finale was like secured in stone. And like, I I don't think that he's like Dexter. I don't think he really has a dark passenger. I don't believe that. I I, I think that he was just an angry kid doing things that were, you know, what a teenager would do when he's very angry about certain things. He's been floating around for years, you know, living in Florida or living in what, uh, uh, where was it? Mexico or wherever the hell it was? Yeah, Argentina and, or something. Yeah, Argentina with this, you know, this lady, and you know, then traveling around trying to find, you know, whatever, and finding his dad here, and it, you know, it, it then all of that, changing his perspective on life, learning what his dad is later on. Even though he's pissed off, he's doing all these things out of anger. Like because his dad and because he's there and his dad is not what, you know, he thinks, you know, his dad should be. He's pissed off, man. He's breaking kids arms. He's stabbing dudes. You know, he's he I don't think he is like Dexter as much as I think we want to believe he is, because that's kind of how the series is. I don't think he's like that at all. And I, I, I think these were isolated incidents because he's a you know he you know all the things i've already said and i i i think that's the reason why he killed his dad i don't think it's because he had some 
you know, dark passenger bloodlust to kill people who are bad and using the whole Dexter code and logic, uh, you know, to kill him because he's done wrong to someone who didn't deserve it, like the cop and the, you know, the cell and all that stuff. Dexter was desperate because of his child. Dexter was desperate because he hasn't been doing this stuff in about a decade. You know, Dexter is is out of sort of time here and out of practice. He doesn't have Harry talking to him. He has a different person talking to him yeah. and egging him on, you know, and, and it's it's a totally different scenario with Deb in his head rather than his dad, you know, and and I, and I think that's what made the series so great because his son changed him. And unfortunately it was for the reckless. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. So I, I, I love that. You know, if the character stays the same forever, it's freaking boring, dude. So I, I, I love the turn that we saw with Dexter because his son was in his life. And unfortunately it ended up with him, you know, going down and, uh, and letting his son, you know, take him out, you know, giving him his son the chance to take him out rather than the cops or a villain or somebody it was like something so powerful that another character, like another character wouldn't allow, you know, anything like that to happen. But Dexter had the power and the foresight to understand that it was like, you know what? I did do something wrong that I shouldn't have. You know, and Dexter's been pretty careful, and he's also made mistakes and corrected them, and and everything. But I think this was the this was the time he could not correct, and the only way that he could correct that was have his son do what he did, right? Oh, for sure. And, and I and I love that so much because it showed so much growth in the character, even though it ended in his death. It 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 changed him so much that. I don't know if I could have really enjoyed this series. You know, obviously, if I knew that they had a finite, you know, limit of seasons, then I'd be like, okay, they're getting to something. But not knowing at all that this season was going to just be one season and we're probably not going to see any more Dexter, I, I think it was really cool to be surprised by this show uh, that, uh, you know, it was, it was going to end this way. And I, and I, I, man, I really, really enjoyed this show. Like for a single limited season to continue and end the series off that l terrible finale episode that they gave us in season eight, it was just awesome. Uh, and I don't know. I, I think that now I have said enough on it, but <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I really, really, really enjoyed the show and I love the series. And I'm so glad that this is part of the whole pantheon of you know dexter that we have you know on showtime it's, it's really cool that this is like season nine you know and or whatever new blood they want to call it but yeah. it's cool man it's it's really 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 good and i love how we weren't it's one of those things like, you know, we know in Spider-Man No Way Home, we we know we're getting, you know, to Andrew and Toby. Like, we had, I had no idea, uh, you know, what was going to happen with Dexter. And I wasn't shocked. And I, and I wasn't expecting anything. But I'm so happy with how it ended. 
Oh, how, how did you feel? Sure. You know totally, what I mean? Totally agree with you. I I I I I didn't want I didn't want anything. I just wanted something good, and that's what they gave us. And whatever ending that may have been, and you know the way we had it was the way we got it, and I, I I'm totally sold on it. And and I don't think I have any really reservations on 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 what I think about that. Uh, but that's Dexter. Now, what did you think of the Mayor of Kingstown finale? Oh, and then we'll get into the two main shit. shows. What an just ending. real quick, real quick, nothing crazy, but those uh, last two episodes were hardcore shit, dude. Oh, totally hardcore shit. I freaking loved it. Um. I have no idea how they're going to do a season two if it happens. Uh, yeah, it's like it's going to be like the rebuilding episode. Right? Or that, season. Like, yeah, like rebuilding. And then, yeah, I just everybody's fucking dead. Uh, <laughs> they don't even have, like, barely have any prisoners to go in the prison. The prison's fucking blown up it's freaking wicked i loved it i loved everything uh, i i just love the fact that that you know jeremy renner's character what is his name in the show mike mike is like a completely oblivious to everything that's happening for like <laughs> most of the episode before the finale yeah because i mean he's with the yeah. girl he stayed the girl killed all those dudes which has to be the basis of season two like all of that's got well, maybe well, not. Uh, I mean, like, in the season was, finale, those those, yeah, those the, detectives the FBI <laughs> agents were like, "Yeah, evidence gone." Oops. I love it. Like, what is up with like? Okay, so what? What is it about Mike being the mayor that and like has everybody like either scared or extremely loyal? Like, what is it? Yeah, I, I, I mean, is it because he 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 has like an in with prisoners. Like I am so I'm so curious about about uh, the the landscape of uh, of the law enforcement around yeah. him. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, that they need to explore because it's it's kind of terrifying. Like like the the Asian uh, you know FBI guy, the detective there or whatever he is is like, what are you doing? The guy's like threw it in the in a tub of acid. <laughs> And you're just like, he's like, that's what's happening. I love that. He's like, what what are you doing? What do you mean, what am I doing? I'm not doing anything. You didn't see anything. I know. It's so great. (laughs) It's like, like, I I could not believe that. I was like, oh, my God, dude. What is it about law enforcement and Mike that is, you know, either connected and disconnected in a way or, you know, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, some kind of loyalty is struck somewhere yeah. that he's got people on his side, and I want to know how and where that came about. I like, think the I think that that FBI whole that whole relationship with him killing everybody is gonna will come about. But I yeah, think, for sure. I think season two uh, is gonna be a lot about Milo. Um, Milo. The the guy. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He he escaped the prison he escaped and helped the black people, the black guys in there, and, yeah. and, and like, he, he got out. Yeah, right. He yeah, that was. A, he found a guard uniform and like actually. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was pretty interesting. I, I mean, it, it felt like easy mode, but during all the freaking destruction and chaos, it it really wasn't. <laughs> no, especially like it almost when all, the, when all yeah. the prisoners are going after all the oh, guards. Oh, dude, he, right? like, yeah, he used everything perfectly. 
Yeah, yeah it was fantastic. And man, I, I, I just, I love what Taylor Sheridan's doing. Like, and, okay. So yeah. on top of mayor of Kingstown, 1883, yep. Yellowstone. Yep. And what's the other one? Is there another show that he's doing right now or that's coming out? Uh, I don't know if he's doing anything right now. Oh, so it's just those three, right? Oh, shit, what yeah, is it? Cause, I... Yeah, I don't... Hang on, let me... Because uh, there's like five more projects he's starting. He's got something called uh, Lioness. Yes, Lioness, and that has Nicole Kidman and Zoe Saldana. Then there's going to be uh, the one with Stallone called Kansas City. Then there's going to be uh, another one with, uh, I can't remember the actor's, actor's name, he's an African-American guy. Um, uh, I, I can't remember the name of the show, but it's another one of, of, of you know, sort of crime-ish sort of. Uh, I think um, it's called Fast. Yes. Okay, so that one. And then there's another show that, that, that it's crazy. This guy is writing so much stuff right now it's it's wild like i cannot wait for for all this stuff i, I just can't it's gonna be great it, he he's really i hope he's not spreading his you yeah, know that's the his creativity too thin but it seems like he's had these so apparently he, he was on uh sons of anarchy he was yeah he was and, he, and yeah and and apparently like he you know was uh you know kind of treated shittily on this show and he left and he's like, screw it. I'll, you know, go make my own shit. And then, you know, a couple of years later, we have Yellowstone. And oh, oh, sorry. Six, 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 six. The spinoff of Yellowstone. That's the other one. Yes. Um, with I guess Jimmy's going to be the lead of that. I'm, I'm hoping. Um, oh, really? Since, he, since he's going back. Interesting. I mean, I, I hope I didn't. Uh, uh, I figured spoil he anything. No, I just I we just watched the episode where he got shipped off with hilariously enough t- Taylor Sheridan's character. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you'll love all that. It's it's some of the best Jimmy stuff. Anyway, it, it's it's re- it's it's really really good stuff. And the the six 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 is very cool. Yeah. It's such a regular like job. Like it's it's like. This is the real world, and Yellowstone is the fake TV world. <laughs> that that's how it feels on TV. It's so weird. It's like I'm watching a documentary with the actor Jimmy in it, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then uh, uh, you know, and then we go back to the Yellowstone stuff. So anyway, uh, but yeah, so those are the, all these crazy things are happening with Taylor Sheridan. I I think he's had these stories in his head, which is great. Because then I'm, I'm sure he's got other people helping him make these, you know, shows and, and write these stories, which is really cool. And he knows a lot about, like, you know, the crime noir present day street stuff, as well as like the old, you know, Yellowstone uh, sort of Western stuff, which is cool, too. And, you know, the mob stuff, like apparently like the uh, Salon show is like a mobster who is like on the run or whatever. And he's like this head of like Salone is like the head of this mob, whatever. And he becomes like the head of the Kansas city mob, which is like a big thing in history. So I'm, I'm very curious to see Stallone doing a television series. And I love how he's partnered with Taylor Sheridan, like recognized 
his you know talent as a writer to 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 be on board with his show, which is just it's just so cool. So I I don't know I love it. I, I'm I'm so down on all that stuff. Um. Well, uh, anything, anything else on uh, on all that? Where are you on Yellowstone? You said you're like episode five or six. Yeah, I want to say I think we're on four now. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, you'll 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 enjoy uh, all that. Uh, well, let's talk about what we're what we're watching here, and we're watching Boba Fett. Boba. Uh. What are you thinking about the, the the show so far? I know we talked about one and two. How did you like episode three and four? Uh, I, I'm 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 liking it uh, so far. It's uh, it's been very interesting to see to see background and stuff of a character that we've never really known. You know. Uh, I'll I'll agree with that. I, I'm uh, I am liking the show overall. I I, I am. Um, I, I just I have some interesting issues about what's going on. Like I, I like that. Like I can get away with the whole you know Vespa sort of biker gang that he you know employs <laughs> out of nowhere though. Like there are some questionable decisions that I, I think the writing is interesting. Like. I think this may be one of the uh, out of the three seasons of stuff, Star Wars stuff that we've seen with, uh, you know, uh, Jean Favreau. I, I think this is the weakest now, and and, and it's still good, but it, it could be so much better. And I feel like that that we're we're getting a sort of watered down version of the character of Boba Fett. And I, and I understand the character's changing, and change is fine. I've already, I've already talked about that, you know, with Dexter and stuff like that. Right. And it's great, and I, and I and, and I enjoy the character changing, in, you know, his ways here and there. But it doesn't mean that the character turns into a buffoon. <laughs> like there's some certain things about the character, like he's like I'm badass Boba Fett. I got the helmet on. I'm gonna blast you with a damn rocket. And then the other times he's like, I'm swinging my stick in a kitchen. I can't hit a robot, you know? And they're just like, what is, what's happening here? Like Boba Fett would just be like, what? And throw a freaking knife and slice a robot's head off. Or, you know, and, and there's some interesting, like, especially in episode four, like with that whole scene, you know, and, and after all the crazy decisions that he makes, to just randomly hire these people he doesn't know, not vetting them out at all. Who are these kids that modify themselves? And like, I, I don't care about the criticism of, you know, why are you know there are these people who you know are putting robot parts in them and blah blah blah. Look at Vader and look at fucking Luke Skywalker. They did it first. It was a big thing then. Why is it not a you know a thing now? Like, I don't care about people modifying themselves with robot parts. That's fine, but. Why the hell is Boba Fett just like, hey, come into my palace. You can be part of my gang. I hope you can fight. <laughs> what? I just I I don't understand it. I, I just I don't like I, I understand Boba Fett is, uh, you know, he, he has a presence and apparently it's not that big in Tatooine right now. Uh, you know, it, it, they don't respect him. It, they even say that a few times. So it doesn't make sense to me, you know. 
barely knowing the character, only knowing what we know from, uh, you know, and, and this has nothing to do with any of the comics or anything like that. All that stuff does not count. Whether they say it's canon or not, stuff has been left by the wayside and not, you know, e- even with the Black Chrysanthemum Wookiee character, there's been so much stuff within the comics with him working with Boba Fett that is totally not canon now. All that stuff in the comics that Marvel and Disney said, the comics are canon, the books are canon. Oh, that's bullshit because none of that makes sense in this show. So he's never worked with this with this Wookiee before. He's, you know, it, it, and now he's like, I don't know. It's just very interesting the choices they've made with the character that I'm not really particularly comfortable with be, because he he's like really cool one second and then he's making really dumb decisions the next second. And going into that fourth episode, like one thing which I know you'll be on board with is Boba Fett crawled out of the Sarlacc pit with his armor on. Why the ever-living fuck is he looking in the Sarlacc pit for his armor that he crawled out of the pit from? <laughs> yeah, I was I was rather confused <laughs> about that one, too. I was there going, uh, <laughs> is he, Was he just you, not aware he crawled out? How do or you w- was he remember the fact that you had everything on? Right. What, like, I don't, yeah. What? And this was before the back to tank. So it's not like he's healing and he forgot things or whatever. It's like, like this is all before, like he's all scarred up and yeah. all, you know, like you're looking in the Sarlacc pit for armor, you know, is not in there. Like this is just, it's bad. That's why I said. The writing is something's wrong with the writing and either the direction and the constant change of direction with different directors back and forth is not a good choice with this series. It, or there's just, just some weird inconsistencies I'm not liking. And then also, like, you're looking right over the Sarlacc pit, literally two feet away from the damn hole, knowing full well that you know there is going to be a huge tentacle that's going to grab your damn ship, as well as the audience waiting for it to happen. Is he just, is he dumb? You know might, what I mean? The, 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 there's certain things about the character like, man, he's making some really cool political decisions here. Why? I have no idea. What does he need to take Bib Fortuna's place? I have no idea. W- like, why? Like, what, what What? kind of qualification does he have to do any of that? Why does he need to do that for his own personal gain of some sort? I don't know. There's no reasons as to the, the, the reasons why he's doing these things are, are not apparent yet. Like, I still don't know why he's doing any of this. Like, I don't know why anything like I I should know why the character is trying to do what he's doing as he's doing it or before or whatever. But it it just seems like he's doing it because and it's not a good enough answer. Like, (laughs) like and also, like, wouldn't you want to like I know he in the latest episode, he said stuff about is like, I don't want to work for idiots. They're stupid. They make them decisions. I'm not going to be a bounty hunter for these these these, you know, uh, these basically these nincompoops. You know, but also like Han Solo kicked you in a pit that almost killed you. Don't you want to try and get back at Han Solo as well? Or are you just blaming it all on Jabba? And now he's dead and you can't blame it on anybody. Like, shouldn't he want to get back at Han Solo? You know, I'd like to know a little bit more context there, too. Whether it's three or four or five years later, you know, how long was he in the Sarlacc pit? A little bit. How long was he with 
the uh, I, I suppose he was with the Sand People for five years. It doesn't feel like that, does it? No, it really didn't. And, and I feel like that they could have written that a little better because it the fl- I think the flashbacks have kind of ruined things. If they have started the show with him being with, there's no flashbacks. Like you did not have to start the show with him and Fennec on the throne at all. Just throw it in the flashback episode one. And he's with them. He's doing all, you know what I mean? Like the back and forth of it really threw the show off. And also the 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 constant the change of directors, and I know they've done this with the first two episodes of uh, first two seasons of Mando, and it worked great with Mando because we knew what Mando wanted, we knew what Mando had to do, we knew Mando had to get the child to wherever, and had to figure out what's going on. Once once the baby Yoda came in and Grogu, whatever you want to call him, you know, showed up, it was all about saving this fucking kid, and we knew what the show was, and that was what was awesome. But with Boba. It's been back and forth, back and forth, and different director, and and, and you know, the, Robert Rodriguez kind of throwing the flow off of the you know episode one and then two and or episode one and three and and the back and forth of different directors here in the last couple episodes and and it's good. Like I, I enjoy what they're showing, but there's so many inconsistencies and problems and and just the buffoonery with the character himself of Boba Fett and inconsistencies with him. You know, I, I understand what he wants in episode four with everybody. All the people at Tatooine, let's try to stop the pikes. Like, they're bad. They're fucking up the whole planet. The spice run is all crazy. We need to stop them. And they're stupid or whatever. The, I guess the, it's their gang, right? Yeah. That, you know, the gang that he shot up with the, you know, I was like, yeah, kill those motherfuckers. And then he's over the Sarlacc pit. I'm like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it just, I, it didn't make any sense to me. So I and I don't it's not like I hate the show. I just feel like I'm 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 getting disappointed with some of the decisions they're making with this character because I don't know who he is. And I feel like that he 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 was one thing and he was like super, super cool. Right. And, and you know, especially in Mando, they should have said like Mando is like beating the fuck out of dudes. Right. Mm-hmm. He's killing these damn uh, stormtroopers. And then all of a sudden he's like he's swinging his stick and missing a, a little tiny robot rabbit thing in a kitchen when they're trying to be quiet. They're trying to sneak around, you know, uh, Bib Fortuna's base, you know, so they can get his ship back. And I'm like, what is going on here? It felt like a cartoon. Like, I feel like I'm watching like a Disney cartoon, you know, just like. Uh, you know, Benny Hill bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? For like, it was so weird. I, it, you know what I mean? So I, I just, I had those are the issues. There's just it, it and there, there, you know, they're valid issues. Like it just doesn't yeah, yeah. feel right in some places of the show. And there's some great stuff in this latest episode, like him and Fennec Shannon, like when he saves her, great. All the EDM music aside, whatever. The guy who saved her, not the greatest actor at all, but they put the freaking, you know, uh, robotics inside of her and he she survived and the loyalty stuff and him asking her to join him and not being a bounty hunter anymore. We got to know a little bit about what he wants to do. It sucks. It took four episodes to find that out, but there was some really good stuff with him, you know, talking to Fennec. 
And I love that. And then, you know, they go and get the ship and they do stupid things. So it, it it's just, I, I'm really hope the show is on like a dramatic upswing from here. Like, I really, really yeah, hope yeah. it's like, boom, boom, boom. Screw these flashbacks. We got the ship. You know, you want, you know, we need someone to help us out in this war. We got the, you know, the little uh, musical tease of Mando. Yep. Bring fucking Mando in. You know, if Mando, if anything can save this show right now, it's bringing Mando in to help you fight the Pikes and have it. It's current. There's no more flashbacks. The back to take is done. He's 100% healed, like the little droid said. I'm all in. And it, but I gotta say, I'm so disappointed. It took four fucking episodes to get here. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, I, I know I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm really hot on this. <laughs> yeah, and, that's and I, okay. and it, it, it is, it's, it's just, it's just crazy how, how the things have kind of gone this way with this show. Because when you're like, man, I can't fucking wait for Boba Fett, you know, and we see him in Mando and he's whooping ass, and you're like, they got the teaser at the end of, you know, season two of Mando and it's Book of Boba Fett, you're like, hell yeah. And then this show, we have four episodes. You're just like, what? <laughs> and, you know, and, and and I'm like, I'm like, I'm, it's okay. But what? Like, there could be something. It could be so great. And I'm hoping it gets there now. Yeah. And uh, it, 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 you know, with and like, look, one was okay. One, one was okay. This first episode, I'm hyped. I'm, you know, it's cool. Here we go. The, I guess, you know, we're going to get Boba Fett. Episode two, I'm like, okay, this this looks fucking great. Let's keep going. And episode three was like, back to ev- the level of episode one. What? <laughs> and, you know, this the, the whole, the weird decisions of hiring this biker gang out of nowhere. And, like, you can trust these people in your freaking home. And then also, you know, how the hell does black chrysanthemum break in you know past all you know whatever droids guards as well as this group of people that he just hired that failed to stop black chrysanthemum pulling him out of the back to tank like there's it's just the the writing the, the decisions that they've made with certain things and in episode four was it was you know better it was better but still some weird decisions so i'm, I'm hoping that it's you know better decisions down the line here uh, you know, writing choices. Uh, you know, I know we're not getting any more uh, Robert Rodriguez, which I'm kind of happy about. I don't know if Saltwars is his fit. You know, it was the one shot Mando episode, I, I, I think, worked because the show was established. It was already season two. And it's like, hey, make some Mando shit happen. And he really did. But uh, I don't know if he was the right fit for for uh you know starting the season out um and, and maybe that comes down to some of the john travers writing too but this is uh, the, i think you know I, it's i think it's fair to say this is the worst stuff favreau has written for star wars in his little you know short tenure in it so i I'm, but i'm hoping that it it progresses uh, any last thoughts before we move on to uh Tyler, move on to uh, <laughs> move on to what? <laughs> what? What are we gonna move on to? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> bro, a peacemaker. I was gonna say preacher again. 
Peacemaker. Uh, and then we can end the show. <laughs> yes. No, I don't have any more thoughts on, on Zaboba. All right. Well, um, that damn Peacemaker, man. <laughs> if, uh, if, if, if anything... It, it, okay, so these shows air like midnight on Disney Plus and HBO and whatever. If it was, and I don't, I don't, there's no chance in hell I'm waking up on a weekday or whatever at midnight to watch these shows. I'm just not one of those guys. I don't need to. I'm not going to get spoiled because I'm going to watch it that day anyway. Yeah. There's no way I'm getting up. God, no. But if there was a show between the two, it would be Peacemaker over Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I got to say, I was not in the greatest of moods that day. Peacemaker, <laughs> uh, the first three episodes were released because I fucking hated <laughs> that and fucking I dance fucking number. I loved it. Every and, fucking minute of it. And, and I, I, it had to be the factor of just me being in that mood because I rewatched the first episode with Whitney and we've watched the two and three and we're going to watch four. I'm hoping tonight, maybe if she's not got homework and stuff to do, but I've, I loved that opening sequence. The second time I watched it. It is so fucking ridiculous. It it really is. Every fucking character in there. And like when his dad showed up and started dancing, I died. I died. Oh man. So hard. I like and I I I I do I love it I I really do like it's it I was just not in the mood I was not and I I don't get like that very often like I don't get in weird moods and I think it may be because of a diet change I've made <laughs> but like I'm trying I'm cutting out sugar and bread and stuff for Sacrifice. the wedding and things like that I know it's crazy um <laughs> but so I'm trying to eat a little bit healthier that way. And I think that's kind of, uh, yeah, it is. It's very boo. I just want to eat all the stuff and die soon. So, hey, you know what? As long as they're potato, I don't give a shit. I'm eating chips. As long <laughs> as they're corn, I'm eating chips. I don't give a shit. <laughs> if it's potato and corn, I'm eating chips. If there's a lot of sugar, I'll cut that out. If there's a lot of bread and, uh, you know, grains, I'll cut that out. But, I'll eat all the chips all day. <laughs> so, so uh, anyway, outside that, um, I'm loving this show, dude. I, 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 I'm, I, I oh, man. So, the Suicide Squad did not do well. Like it bombed fucking hard, but it did not. Does not mean it wasn't a good movie. That was a fucking great movie. And, you know, it, it Warner Brothers made a stupid decision with their day and date stuff, and it ruined the track on this movie. But it did not make the movie bad. Like, it is a good movie that did not deserve the hate or the lack of attention that it deserves. For sure. And it, uh, you know, and then James Gunn wrote, the season, the, you know, the whole season, he directed these first three episodes. Apparently, he didn't direct episode, uh, episode four, which I haven't seen yet. But I, I I love what they've done with Peacemaker. Like, they're giving... And Kevin Smith put it... Uh, I listened to him on uh, his podcast earlier today, and he was talking about the show, and he put it really, really well. He's like, they 
made this action figure. You just like, you know, move, punch and shoot, whatever. Have a soul like this lifeless action figure from Suicide Squad. It, you know, at, until the very end, when he kills Rick Flagg, you see his face, you know, and he's like, shit, I killed Rick Flagg. But he's like, I did what I had to do. But, you know, it was like, he, he's like, shit, I killed Rick Flagg. And they bring that up in, in the show. And I love how they're, they're giving this character humanity. And the reason why he is the way he is, his dad is a piece of shit, you know, but is he like, I don't, I'm so, I'm very interested to see where things go with certain characters. Like, you know, we, we, he's, you know, trapped with this team because of project X and, or whatever it is. And, uh, oh man, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like the whole, the daughter of, um, of what's her name uh, amanda waller and, and yeah, her interesting cool. character like i i love what they're doing with this show and and like the the whole the the all the comedy that comes with everything is like it, it's it's so serious in like the perfect emotional way and like m- making everybody feel something like peacemaker is like really heartbroken about killing Rick flag and the decisions he had to make. And who is he? Like, does he know who he is? Like he's trying to figure himself out as well as like, Hey, I'm this guy. I do this. And he's like, but I mean, should I be? And like, is it right to do this? And like, you know, the way he's acting towards women and, and things like that, like he's like, he's evolving on the show and learning on the show and becoming more of like a person in the show and i think it's like it's really cool how they're uh you know uh how they're they're making him on the show you know what i mean yeah 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 i feel you and and i love how they're kind of bringing in all that uh all all this like uh, heart to to certain things on this show and certain characters and 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 making everything kind of rounded out like they're giving everything a soul like you're you're getting the insides of of you know all obviously peacemaker and what's his name chris and then his dad you're realizing who he is and where he comes from and where he's gonna be like i love just even in the third episode when you know, after he meets up with Vigilante and and uh, you know, that weird relationship that they may have, I'm very curious to see how that evolves and, and where that came from. And then and then you also have him like so into his ideals and who he is as a you know quote unquote superhero that he's like, I won't even I'm not going to shoot this gun and kill these kids. If it doesn't have the eagle of, you know, the, the dove of peace on it, I mean, (laughs) and he, and he doesn't like, he sticks to his fucking guns, dude. Like he doesn't use some damn sniper rifle because he he just, he's like, he can't, he's so ingrained his, his, like his own, like internal policies as peacemaker. Like I, I am not, I, I will not step outside these boundaries I've made for my character. Like and his like internal like not his character as the character but like his character as a human being and the persona he's like he's made for himself. He's like I'm not going to step outside of this and, and and you know these rules I have they're in place for a reason. And then I, and then you also get then you get like the 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 sort of Deadpool side of uh 
a vigilante or he's like it's okay buddy he's like i got it and he's humming while he's murdering people <laughs> you're just like oh my god so you get like you get all this like interesting uh depth with everybody and the comedy mixed in and nothing sacrificed right like you're getting the best of everything and i think that's what's it's so good about what james gunn can do and what we've seen with you know guardians and the suicide squad and now this and you know and other things he's done before like he's such a well uh such a good writer he's able to um Oh, this is such a good idea I thought of earlier today in, in, in sort of conjunction with how some of the DC stuff is kind of handled, um, uh, you know, political stuff and uh, the introduction and insertion of uh, uh, sort of um, uh, like social matters and things kind of like how uh, Supergirl did. Like it's not like the way Gunn is able to sort of throw all these social matters and political matters at you is so much better written than the way they force it down our throats like Supergirl's writers did. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, you know what I mean? There's, there, yeah. Obviously, when we complained about Supergirl, we always said there was a better way to do it, and this is it. Yeah, this is absolutely it. Like, he's able to throw in, like, the whole crazy Nazi stuff. Like, and he does it in, he does it in, like, oh, shit, this is, like, oh, damn, this guy's bad. And, like, he's a shit. And you realize it because he puts it in the way they do it. And the actors do it the way he writes it, the way it's presented on paper or whatever. And yeah, he, he, can, he can make it seem like this is a really bad thing that this guy, this guy's bad, we know, because he's a shit to his son, the main character. <laughs> yeah. And he's doing these things and he's saying these things like these are fucking bad. And you, you can tell by the way it's, it's made in the show that this is bad, but it's not like, it's not like Supergirl. They're like, this is bad. And they're pointing at it. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's so different than uh, like all these different things are, are uh, compared. You know, if we're going to compare those two shows there, it's just night and day in, uh, presenting these 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 real world issues that we're having today on screen and in integrating them integrating them into the show it, where it makes sense for the character and it's not you know you're not forcing it down your throat and I I, I think that uh, I think that it's great and, and I'm so excited for episode four I can't wait to watch it hopefully I can watch it today uh, after Whitney gets home but um, man I, Peacemaker has just been it really has been great. Like, and I'm so glad I rewatched the first episode with Whitney after having that sort of first. It's not like I didn't like the show the first time I watched it. I just I was really turned off by the. I it wasn't I wasn't ready for the uh, the the glory of, of of that opening credit scene. <laughs> and I was like, man, I hope I fucking hate this stupid thing. I couldn't even look at it. And I'm like, I told myself I'm not gonna watch this damn oh if they hope they don't put this opening credit dance scene in every episode and then uh you know i i cooled off <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh and i and i and i watched it again with whitney and i was like man i really like that <laughs> and i was like I, it's good it's it's so good it's so much fun and it's so goofy how like they hold on the last few seconds of the dance number and everyone's like breathing like ah, ah. 
<laughs> you know, yeah, like we, you, you get like the realness of everything. Like some of these actors can dance and some of them can't. <laughs> and this is just like everything was really cool. How like the, the music played into it in that first episode and it worked right in. And then the way it ended and uh, now everything's kind of happening with this project butterfly and how all these people are butterflies. and They're all around the world. And they're all around the world, you know, with this uh, butterfly crap. And I'm, I'm very interested to see where all that goes um, because uh, uh, it, it, it's cool to see these characters come to life. I mean, Peacemaker wasn't even originally like a DC comic. Like it was a Charleston publication of some sort that DC acquired. And like it acquired, you know, a, a few other things as well. Uh, with that character and apparently like Alan Moore who created Watchmen and stuff was wanted to use Peacemaker and, and, and these other characters and, and do this crazy shift in comics and, and make this whole, you know, uh, new series and stuff. And DC said, said no. And then he went off and made Watchmen. <laughs> so like the, the comedian character was put, like based on uh, Peacemaker. Like all these different, like this character is so integral in the comics and, and it's so interesting how he's been such a side character for like 40, 50 years. And it's very interesting to see now how he's like the forefront and how he can be, you know, made this way, uh, you know, with, you know, the help of, of James Gunn's, you know, mind and, and talent to kind of uh, elevate this character to like, almost a Deadpool status. Like it's so interesting how the stuff that James Gunn is, wouldn't you say how like the, the, all the stuff that, that, that James Gunn has done now with guardians and how he's kind of like the writing has changed from one and two and now guardians feels so much in that like Deadpool space. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like it's not just because the radar violence and stuff, but the comedy and the heart of it, like the the writing style, sort of, and not to say he's copying or he's mimicking or he's alike, but it is sort of alike. Like Deadpool had like the extreme comedy violence, but it really had like heart with the character, and they, they really went deep with his relationships, and and it, it's it, it seems like it's something that's really working right now, and I hope that it can kind of progress and sort of you know uh, uh, move its way into other things in the Marvel and DC sort of worlds. Like I'm, I'm hoping that like the Deadpool stuff can kind of, uh, uh, you know, sort of infect the MCU for the better. And maybe it'll work for characters, some characters, and maybe it won't, won't work for other characters, but I'm hoping that they can kind of, uh, sort of, uh, shift their way into these new phases of, of, of movies and television um, to kind of to kind of work that way because i mean our next thing is you know we got moon knight and you know we had that uh uh we had that you know unfortunate tragedy uh with one of the moon knight characters and um i mean it's really sad we had uh what was his name his name is actor uh uh gaspar Ulil. I guess he's he's playing this character called Midnight Man, who is kind of like a uh, uh, a negative or opposite sort of uh, non super powered character, 
to Moon Knight. Like, Moon Knight were white, Midnight Man were black, and they fought in the comics, and this and that's a really cool cover. I think it's like issue eight or something of the original run of Moon Knight, where there was like the Mona Lisa in the background, they're fighting in like an art gallery or something. Really cool. Anyway, he's he freaking died in a skiing accident. Like he hit his head. He like ran into somebody else during this, you know, while skiing and, you know, he ended up passing and it's, it's really unfortunate. This guy was kind of an up and comer. He was in, uh, uh, I guess he was in, I never watched this, but he'd been in a few French, he's a French actor. He'd been in a, you know, a kid actor in France and, and acting and things like that. And since he was young and was also in, I guess the, uh, Hannibal show, and was kind of gaining prominence in the U.S. And this was going to be his big, big U.S. sort of like, uh, not debut, but like huge breakout role. He's in a Marvel project and goes out, you know, like this. So um, it, it sucks. And, you know, our, you know, our thoughts and everything go out to family and everybody or fans and things like that. But uh, I'm, I'm curious how this is going to affect the show and the marketing and not that that matters, you know, his death is more important, but still like it's, it's a big deal too. You can't go, you, you, both sides exist, you know? And, and I'm, and I don't think the show is really going to be affected. I think it's still going to be a great show. The trailer looks awesome, um, really does, but yeah. it's still very sad. I mean, I, and I, I love, and just to, you know, put in uh, uh, an end to, to, to all of the sad stuff. But I mean, what did you think about the trailer? I, I'm so we end the show. I love the direction. It's so different. Yeah, Agreed. I'm just, I'm just excited. I, yeah, I'm happy it, that it seems, and hopefully it's more than just what it seems, but I'm happy that it seems Marvel is finally leaning into the darker stuff. Like Spider-Man ended all that. Like Spider-Man No Way Home, sort of like boom you know once it's like this is the the catalyst was aunt may's death man and now dr strange is getting dark and you know and and i'm not saying everything's gonna be dark but we're getting into that dark stuff you know and maybe the catalyst was blade at the end of uh uh eternals but it seems like it's it's all going sort of dark and deep and a little bit more violent. Like we, we had a lot of really good violence in Spider-Man no way home. And then, you know, now it seems like we're getting some hard hitting daredevil looking violence in this show. And, you know, and we're getting the crazy dark multiverse stuff in Dr. Strange. It seems like we're going darker, you know, we're getting the werewolf by night special and that's live action. It's going to be dark. It's a freaking werewolf. There's vampires. You know, we're getting some of that. The, the monster verse in Marvel is happening. And, you know, and, and then we're getting Blade later. And, you know, we have uh, a, a lot of that stuff kind of going on, which is really, really cool to see this turn. And, and I'm, I'm I, I, you know, we're getting Moon Knight at the end of March, which is, you know, a few weeks after Boba Fett ends, which is just fine. And then the then 2022 is blasting off with Marvel and DC projects, movies and TV. Like we're getting so much stuff. We have Star Wars and 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 you know Marvel shows. Like it's going to be crazy. There's like eight different shows that's going to happen between Marvel and uh, just between Marvel and Star Wars on Disney Plus. Like it's going to be bouncing off the walls of Marvel and Star Wars. It's crazy. 
Secret Invasion and Miss Marvel and She-Hulk and, you know, we're getting Moon Knight first. And, and I love the fact with, you know, going back to the trailer here, I love the fact that we're seeing the main character, like we're seeing him wake up in a personality that is not his dominant personality that we know in like the comics, like us as the audience, as well as him are going to discover his real personality as the show goes on. And I love that take. Like we start off with the Stephen Grant character. Granted, it's a little bit, you know, granted, <laughs> pun intended. granted, it's a, it's a, it's a little bit different than the comic version of Stephen Grant's kind of like the Bruce Wayne millionaire type of this character um you know or personality or you know whatever kind of disorder he may feel like he has like he's dreaming and he's awake and he doesn't know what's real i i think he just doesn't know that he's not another personality and well obviously we'll find that out but i love that you know in the trailer they teased like you know the lady on the phone is like like what are you doing mark and he's like uh why you call me mark he's like well, that's your fucking name bro <laughs> you know <laughs> so it's like, you know what I mean. So it's, it's, it's like, why do you have a freaking accent? So I, I'm very curious to see how they're going to, uh, 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 you know, transform the character in like a, a backwards kind of way. Like we're gonna learn who he is through a different personality. Yeah. Um, and and I love that. I think it's really cool because in the comics he has like three or four different personalities, on top of like this, you know, CIA mercenary. You remember um, in uh, 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 Luke Cage? Remember Luke Cage, uh, the the character of uh, Bushmaster. Yeah. So in the comics, that same character, him and you know, and Mark Spector were like mercenaries. They used to be CIA, Marine, or whatever, and they went to go, uh, you know, dig up some relic in Africa or whatever. And Bushmaster betrays him and kills him. And, you know, just for some backstory on Moon Knight and the god Conchu, the, the moon god Conchu or whatever, brings him back to life to be his fist of vengeance and uh, to get back at the world or whatever, you know, through vengeance and take out the bad people and gives him a second chance, basically. And he becomes Moon Knight. Now, this is all back in the day where, you know, before all the whole multiple personality things were created with different writers. But back in the day, he used his skills and stuff to become different personas, to figure out what the underworld was like, figure out what the street world was like and the rich world. So he became Stephen Grant, very rich, Bruce Wayne type, got to know those people, became a cab driver got to know like the street level underground and stuff like that. And he had different personalities or he became Stephen Grant. He became, uh, um, shit. Uh, what's his name? Uh, and his last name was like Lockley. And, uh, he became like these other different personas to try and, uh, sort of give that Mark Spector Moon Knight persona more information to weed the bad people out and, and you know seek vengeance on those guys later on the writers changed his character a bit and said you know what those are all multiple person those are all different personalities mark specter had and they didn't know that he was these different personalities but he was always moon knight mark specter 
uh, Jake Lockley and then, you know, Stephen Grant and all these different personalities. And then later on, they created this other character called Mr. Knight, where he was like Moon Knight, but in a cool, like white, like business suit. But he had the white mask with the moon logo on his forehead. And so they created all these different personalities through the different writers that kind of progressed through the creation of the character. And I think they're kind of making an amalgamation of all of that stuff with this show. And I think it's really cool that we're getting like, I just think it's really cool. We're getting this character. Like he's such a like C level character who, you know, who shouldn't be, but like he, he should be so much more prominent in the comics and it, it's kind of sad that he's not, but he's so interesting. And I love that they're taking the time and the money that Marvel and Disney has to like present this character to the world because he's kind of cool, man. Like Marvel's Batman, you know, and I, I, I you know, with a, a crazy like disorder, and, you know, of some kind of mental issues and or, and, or time displacement or dreams or whatever they're going to go with we still don't know exactly but i i love that uh i just love that it's happening like wh- what else do you think about this <laughs> that now that i've said all this what do you think uh again like i'm excited for it i'm just i'm happy that it's going in a different way it's it's gonna be fun yeah it's 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 really cool that this is all happening and man i got oscar isaac like if anyone could pull this off it's him just as an actor and I, and I, I can't wait. I love we're, that we're getting to see um, Ethan Hawke as a villain and, and yeah. whoever he turns out to be, you know, I think they called him, uh, his, his name is Haro in the, it, people weren't sure who he's going to be or whatever, but in the sub, not the subtitles, but um, yeah, I guess the subtitles, they, they, they named him uh, in the trailer in the subtitles. His name is like something Haro. And um, it's interesting. Like he's going to be some kind of cult leader and amalgamation of some other villains, which is going to be pretty cool. So um, I'm very curious to see how they uh, how how they switch some things up for for us and us fans and and, and you know uh, give us this cool character Moon Knight. Um, but that man, big episode, um, a lot of information today. But uh, we appreciate you sticking around with us. That's pretty much the uh, the show and, and, you know, the news and all the TV stuff we got today. We'll definitely get into more things next week. Um, some of the trailers, shows to come, and as well as Boba Fett and Peacemaker, as those shows are, you know, continually running. Um, we'll probably be talking about more 1883. Hopefully, if you, uh, Tyler, end up uh, starting to watch that and finish Yellowstone. Still want to hear about your thoughts on Yellowstone via uh, as you watch. Yes, but I'll um, get it done. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're going to talk about all that stuff and more TV to come. And that's the show, guys. You guys can check us out at superboobtubedudes.com and all of our social media stuffs there. And post some certain things, you know, here and there on on those little channels and especially the episodes. You guys can check our old episodes out and. You know, we're the, we're the best damn TV show podcast out there. I'll, I'm going to go ahead and say it. <laughs> I don't care first. how many people listen. <laughs> it's, we're still the best. Uh, but yeah, so uh, that's pretty much the show. It's Super Boob Tube Dudes. I am Dante Serechia. And I am Tyler Huff. All right, guys. Thank you for listening and keep on tubing.
You've been listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Visit rebelpress.com for more podcasts.